I think we never fully like know ourselves because we're constantly changing. Yeah. And I think that as soon as we put a label on ourselves that we know ourselves, we actually limit ourselves mm-hmm. to be like, I don't like those. I like this. I don't do that. I do this. And I think that's very like a limited mindset. You're listening to Not Another Wellness Podcast with Natalie Dellinger, a place where passion speaks for itself and inspired people share their stories. Thanks for listening. Welcome to episode 15 of Not Another Wellness Podcast. This is Natalie Dellinger. And today's episode is with Emily Tully from Emily Tully Yoga and the Mindful Nest. I had the pleasure of speaking with Emily all about her introduction to yoga, how she became a yogi, how she turned an incredibly painful heartbreak into her journey to better herself, which is a really great lesson for all of us. And she's also developed this curriculum for schools where you have a different month of mindfulness and you teach it to the children, having the kids in the classroom even meditate. That's something she's done too. She's a full-time teacher. And there's so many great little lines and nuggets of information in this episode. I really think you're going to like it. And we talk a lot about personal growth, how the journey is everlasting. You never should feel like you're done growing, done changing, because you're only going to limit yourself. Kind of like that little sneak peek clip that you just heard. So... Thanks, Emily, again, for joining me, and um, here we go. So I'm sitting here with Emily Tully of Emily Tully Yoga, and Emily, what's what's going on? What's new with you since I saw you last? Oh, hi, Natalie. How are you? Um, actually, a lot's going on. The last time I saw you, I was facilitating a workshop, and I do a lot of mindfulness um, intro to meditation workshops with adults lately, and one thing that I'm really excited about just with Emily Tully Yoga is we have kind of, I don't want to say merged, but we've kind of birthed mindfulness, which is my mindfulness program. I don't know what kind of sparked it, but I I had some kind of pull on people wanted me to do more of a curriculum-based mindfulness programming. And so I brought it out, and so we have a mission and a curriculum now that's all set. It's just such a buzzing, beautiful thing now that that was my baby, you know? And and to see it come into fruition, and the Emily Tully Yoga will always be my, will always be me. You know, that's just who I am, the, like, vinyasa yoga and all these crazy poses like that is my jam I love them I don't think that everyone should be doing them I don't think it's something that you have to do to be a yogi but that's what like I absolutely love the asana Emily Tully yoga was the bridge that got me onto what what I really this mindfulness and this is really the 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 path that I think that is going to to make a difference in this world over the past few years I've gotten more into the spirituality side of yoga where it wasn't there in the beginning. And I think the spirituality side to yoga has brought me on to the mindfulness. Definitely. Mm-hmm. That's that's exactly kind of how I started with yoga. It was very mm-hmm. much just the physical practice and it certainly evolved and I feel mm-hmm. like it should. It's kind of like a nice progression. Completely. So how did you even like find yoga? Okay. Wow, that's like a loaded question, girlfriend. <laughs> How did you get here? Like, yeah. How, why are we here right now? Why are we happening? here? Okay, so are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. So we're going to rewind about a decade. Okay. Okay, mm-hmm. to young Emily, who in fact was uh, platinum blonde. <laughs> Wait, and like 90 or... pounds wet. Yeah, oh like God. totally like... 
just a teacher and like a gym rat. Oh, a gym rat. I was a D1 lacrosse player and I was always a like a, I was all mar like I was a lacrosse player. I was a diesel, like rawr, go get him. Like wow. I wanna score goals. Oh yeah. I didn't know this about you. So yeah. that's why I run marathons yeah. still because I need some type of competitive yeah. things, like mm -hmm. goal-oriented yeah. things. So, so I get out of, you know, I get out of college. If you told me I would not take a yoga, like no way am I taking a yoga class. <laughs> was a runner, runner. And then my dad, in fact, went to Florida and he's like, said, we're going to Bikram yoga. And my father was talking about it, talking about it. He's like, you got to try it. You got to try Bikram yoga. It's so good. I sweat. I feel good. And I ended up, I lived in Fairfield and I went to Fairfield Hot Yoga and I, my first class was Bikram yoga. I didn't love it. I actually hated it the first time. And I just like became part of my, you know, yeah, routine, routine. And, and workout. So I go to yoga and I actually like really liked it. I really loved it. And then I went through one of the hardest times in my life. So... And I don't, I wrote it about it in my last blog, so it's great that this is like, this podcast is right now. I went through the, one of the worst breakups. Loved this guy, like, mm. oh my God, he was like the moon, the stars, thought I was going to marry him. And then bam, like it didn't work out. So, A, I'm heartbroken. B, I have to move out of my house in Fairfield. C, I'm like, oh my God, like I don't even know. All my friends are his friends. What the hell do I do? I couldn't eat. I couldn't sleep. I was like, oh. and I say to everyone, I'm like, falling in love is one of the, is almost the same feeling as heartbreak because you feel at such a visceral level that you have never felt before mm -hmm. and it's the same feeling and that's the scary part it was like I had the epiphany last week when I was writing my blog I was like holy shit sorry can I swear on this totally. um I was like I the same feeling that I had falling in love like that oh my gosh so like intense everything my so... belly like the butterflies like everything it's so intense oh my gosh I'm feeling and then the heartbreak is the same intensity and months had gone by still like I was totally off my rocker like oh my gosh I could not even focus without crying and nothing was the same and I just wanted to be my old life back and I was like really resisting seeing any lessons in this again I didn't have a yoga practice so or a mindfulness practice or a religion or that I would go to church or anything so I'm here in this world like why am I even here like there's no point like rock bottom so I have a friend who's a traveler. She goes everywhere alone. And she kind of took me under her wing. I met her out one night, like during, you know, after this breakup. And she was telling me about all her travels and who she meets and this and that. And I was, and I was so in awe of her that she traveled alone. I'm like, what a cool woman. Like, so my, another month goes by and I'm like, I got something has to give. Like, I'm going out. I'm doing, like, drinking. I'm doing all these things. Like, I don't want to be doing. Like, I don't want to be this person. Like, I'm, I want to, like, something's got to give. So I looked up a yoga retreat. I go to Guatemala. And I start hysterically crying. I got off the plane. I'm like, what did I do? What did I do? This is the first country that I go to. <laughs> I don't know. And they're not speaking any English. Right. I know a little bit of Spanish. And they all are like, you get out of the airport in like um, Central America. And they're all like waving at you. Like, come in my cab. And you're like, oh my God, oh my God. I finally like, see a man who's like holding my name. And I go in there and I 
long story long, but I go on this healing yoga retreat, spiritual healing yoga retreat, shaman, like a titlan, amazing experience. All women my age, most beautiful experience. We were all like under this like complete um, transitional period of change, like all of us. And it was such a it's beautiful... The that you all came there. Mm-hmm. And on this lake and it was all women and... I felt the safest I've ever felt, not only that year, but in my entire life. And so what this had brought up is that I want to do this more at home. So I came home and I said, I want to do more yoga, but I don't want to do just classes. I want to be part of like a family because I don't have like a, I didn't have like a strong family then. I didn't have, yeah, community. And I didn't have friends anymore that was like a real solid friendship. And so... I, okay, just like Guatemala happened, I Google yoga teacher trainings in my area. Saraswati Yoga Joint came up. Apparently, I didn't know it was like one of the best yoga studios to be trained in, whatever, blah, blah. I show up, not taking, I've not taken one, remember, mind you, I did yeah. not take one vinyasa yoga no, class No, just Bikram, okay? which is different, yeah. And I went on a week and I did like one, like a couple of vinyasas. Yeah. So I go, you've been here before? And I'm like, no, I've never been here before. They're like, you signed up for the teacher training and you've never been here before. I am Emily. I didn't know their names. I didn't know who my teachers were. Long story short, I still go through the teacher training. And I'm like, not, I don't want to be a yoga teacher. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Are you kidding me? This is not why I'm here. I don't even know how to do triangle pose. Like, I'm just, I'm just chanting along. Very Um, spiritual too. Yeah. If you're not spiritual, it's, it's a lot. It was a lot. So... Went through it, got through the whole thing, uh, ended it in June, and I get out, and I go to, and this time I'm like, I'm going, I'm going to continue traveling, I'm going to continue this road to traveling, and I travel to Belize, and I befriend the woman who owns the um, Aqual Yoga Resort in Embergis K, and she's like, oh, and I, you know, we we're just casually talking, and I was like, oh, I just finished my teacher training, not saying that I was going to teach, and she's like, oh, I'm actually leaving, can you teach a few classes here for me, I'm going to hit, like, I'm going to do and I'm like, uh, it's just like, just do it, please. I started teaching in Belize. I'm healing myself as I'm going through this. So it's a very mm-hmm. healing experience for me. And then I started traveling more alone. And I started going to different yoga places. And I started really delving into what, what makes me attracted to my, my teachers and my yoga classes. And it's dharma. Mm-hmm. And it's the talk. And it's spirituality. And it's real. And it's raw. And it's, I want to cry in a class and laugh and I want to feel like I'm getting an experience but not that you're making it for me that you're like holding my space when I come from a space of healing I have to hold that space of healing I think um who was it I want to say it's Maya Angelou but I don't know I'm horrible at coining people Mm -hmm. she says you are only able to lead people to a level of vulnerability that you are willing to go yourself and when I read that, it like, and I still like right now could have the chills because how dare I have people be more vulnerable? Like I need to be vulnerable and then I lead you. So, I, and that's really big in the healing fields. And I think that's something that we forget about. And even in mindfulness, like I know the extreme other way. I know how to be anxiety I like ridden I know how to be so stressed about things that are not in my control where I needed to come to mindfulness Mm -hmm. 
And so that's what I do now. So when I teach, it's not about a script. It's really about like what I'm going through that day and what like came up for me naturally and naturally. And then that's what goes on. And I think like that's the evolution of Emily Tully yoga. And, and really, I think every yoga teacher that literally comes through these doors, it's, it's hard and which that segued into, um, mindfulness. Mm -hmm. So, do you incorporate yoga in your actual classroom or mindfulness? It's part of or? the curriculum a little bit. Mm-hmm. Is it? Yeah. That's so great to hear. Like, how does that work with kids? So I made the curriculum for my school. It's for um, pre-K to 8, and it's called the mind- Mindfulness. And it goes through a theme a month. So this month we're on balance. When I talk about balance, like your emotions, your just everything part of you, we talk about, um, you know, change is another month that comes in and with balance I have them do like a couple yoga poses like balance yoga poses and we figure it out from there and like how we actually have to try to be balanced in life and so that's why the mindfulness is really really important because it gets them like not in to their body and I've even noticed it with me um, when I meditate today I meditated actually a very long time um how long is a long time for you so I meditated for five minutes with third graders today 10 minutes with um, fifth graders. And then after school, I meditated for 15 minutes with a group of three children ranging from like first or fourth grade to seventh grade. So like that was like 35, you know, minutes. And then I'm going to do my own after this. But um, I've noticed like sometimes I'll like pull to like either touch, grab my phone or, or do something or like check something or check an email or check it. Someone didn't text me back. I'm like, oh my gosh, I forgot about this. Like, oh my gosh, I never text it. And that's part of the meditation. Like to understand, like, right. So, so many things come up and that's part of it. I almost find like when I meditate, I get the best ideas. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Like the most clear. Yeah, you're things. like tripping. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh, wow, no, I wow. Oh my gosh, just write that down. And I'm like, no, 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 you can't write it down right now. Like, just it'll oh, come girl, back to you. You don't even know the visuals that I get. Really? I get crazy visuals. Mm-hmm. Well, that's where mindfulness came from. Yeah. I was meditating. And then I was meditating and I was like, I'm going to go into different places. I'm going to go into inner light and I'm just going to pose this. I went, uh, my event is coming up at Green and Tonic. I saw that on yeah, Instagram. Yeah, so we'll excited. Yoga on the Green, yeah. everyone. May 26th, Green and Tonic. And they're going to do a suit. And I was like, I'm going to go in there. And the salt cave came up in a meditation. I was like, I'm going to go in the salt cave. Like I, I pictured myself like going into different things. Yeah. But my, I also have a brain that like is always, um, I'm, I'm a huge in the past two years. I don't think I normally was like this because I was always limiting myself I'm a dreamer and I want to like take this life and I want to be like a woman that like my ancestors were like I have like I don't know where this fire came from Natalie but I I want to be like I want to be some like I want to do things like I want to see the world I have this curiosity of seeing like every part of the world and like you know I haven't been um to like any of like the national parks in the West, I'm dying to go. Yeah. I'm just seeing different things. And I think that's cool. I think that, like, that's the zest of life that we all kind of need. And I think that yeah, nine to five yeah. jobs, like, doing the same thing every day, wah, 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 is, like, a habitual habit, and I refuse to be in that. Mm-hmm. So what I came to realize, 
and I might not have realized it until this year and this is why all of this is like booming for Emily Tully yoga and mindfulness is that my wound was not the breakup it's so far back into my childhood that I was now able to see that and it wasn't him he was just my mother or my father you know he was just my wound he wasn't so I don't even have any I actually have compassion for him now Mm -hmm. in any way I'm actually so lucky that happened so I was able at the age of 32 to see that holy crap this goes so much further back than him and how many people are like still like disgruntled by their divorce or disgruntled by something that didn't work right or something that like their friendships that have failed like but it really stems further back in inside each and every one of us and I think that when I came into that like that knowingness I just wanted to heal like every part it kind of gave you a reason to feel Mm -hmm. what maybe you weren't feeling before yeah I kind of opened it up right Mm -hmm. wow yeah and I'm not afraid like of course I'm afraid a little bit of course I'm afraid to open my heart again like a little bit and I and I I have to be completely honest it's terrifying a little bit for me um and I have opened it a little bit in the in like the recent months or I guess in the recent like few years and I've been hurt again like so Mm -hmm. not like hurt again I I mean and so there's lessons in that like I need to like really see like what like and and that's the lesson for me in life is to truly like I said with my schedule like I need to really hand pick the people that are invited in my life the people that are taking my energy the people that I'm giving energy um the schedule that I make for myself like everything and that all boils down I think we're we all females and I'm, I'm not sure about males but I do a lot of work with females is self-worth mm-hmm like we are worthy of love we are worthy of belonging we are worthy of everything so great but we forget about that because of all of the past like things that have been like piled on and on and on and it feels like we're afraid to want or feel like we have needs like we're afraid to address the needs exactly for some reason because we've been told told, like we're needy or you're crazy crazy i can't tell you how many times i've been called crazy that word, I go on tangents about this. Me word. too. People I'm like so thank like, you. I thank just, you. I'm not the norm. <laughs> Thanks. No, I literally go like I'll hear people say this like oh so and so that girl was crazy or like I hear men mostly mm-hmm. and some women too being like oh well my ex is crazy and that's why it didn't work out and I'm like listen hold on I get that like you can just coin that phrase and it give it takes the blame off of you and like you were totally innocent and that mm-hmm. person was crazy great that maybe that's like 1% of the situation mm-hmm. what's usually happening is when there's a bad connection or a misalignment between two people and there's this like underlying I think this is my theory mm-hmm. insecurity or doubt or uh, yeah that person will respond cuz they feel it like physically manifesting over time Girl, and then it ultimately like Every relationship is work and, and everything is work. Um, but it should be like, like, this is what I'm talking about. Like this work, this mindfulness, this yoga, this is not a job. This is not like a nine to five. And that's the same thing. Like love, it is, it is work because you have to communicate, but it's fun. Like we need to be on a level where like I'm on the same team as you. 
And that's where I, I've seen such a discrepancy with that and just listen to girlfriends just talk like, whoa, 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 you're on, if you're not on the same team, like, don't even play. And that's just, and yeah. that's a thing, like, that's why I'm so happy, like, right now in my life, like, that this has happened to me because I've done so much work where now I know. Mm-hmm. Where I think that maybe in that relationship before why it crumbled was I didn't I didn't even know myself. Mm-hmm. And so this was like the universe being like, hey, you don't know yourself. Bam, and here's you a need bomb. To figure it out. I always wonder, like, do you think people everyone knows themselves or in these like I think no. a lot of people are just so lost. I think we never fully like know ourselves because we're constantly changing. Yeah. And I think that as soon as we put a label on ourselves that we know ourselves, we actually limit ourselves mm-hmm. to be like, oh, I don't like those. I like this. I don't do that. I do this. Um, and I think that's a very like a limited mindset. I think that we are comfortable. We can be comfortable and safe. I think that one thing that we need to understand is our boundaries and that what lights us up and what sinks us. Mm-hmm. And I think that's all we need to know. I was thinking about something today, like certain things will make me feel like I'm buzzing, like when mm-hmm. I'm really loving something or like something happens or, and I'm like, I want to do more of that. I want to find more of those things, like that vibration, kind of like well, when that meditation like, event, it's like, yeah, stuff like that. Like it feels so that's like, so, and that's the vibration that we not only should seek, but should sustain. And if a job does not give you that, it is not right. And I think that in our society, it's so scary because of a health insurance, right. B everything money legacy um this that you have to keep up like this apartment my job my car my you know um and i think that we're deathly 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 afraid as a society to be vulnerable and i'm one of them i can only like and that's the thing like so it's little by little i can be vulnerable again but really if i was i would i would like I've always wanted to live in like Europe. I've always wanted to live in California. I've always wanted to live in Manhattan. Like mm-hmm. if I didn't care, like if I didn't, you know, if I was just like following the buzz feeling, like I would, would move, I'd do all these yeah. things. But yeah. there's some type of of rootingness that we actually need. So to find that vibration where you are mm-hmm. in the moment, like, like and not get too far ahead of yourself. Weird. So you're regretting where like yeah. not finding that buzzing feeling all the time. Yeah. So like what you said, like this podcast, that's this. And I know that you feel it and I yeah. feel it. Um, like these make me like light up. Yes. I had a woman in my, um, in my class and she came to me and she's like, you know, I, I'm holding a conference. I think you should present. And I was like, no. And she's like, yeah, you should. And I was like, oh my God. (laughs) And I went and I did it and I presented and I was like, oh my God, I'm a, I can do this. And I went into mindful schools and I, I I got into a program and I'm, I got, I'm a mindfulness coach now. And I still had no idea where it was going to take me. And I started it. And then I was a keynote speaker at one of the events at the NCL. AA, I think it is. Um, uh, it's like the youth program in Fairfield. I went to Naugatuck Community College. I did a speech there. I'm, I'm, I'm speaking again at St. Luke's Mindfulness on June 9th. Um, I have this curriculum, and I, I sold it to one school um, remotely. So I, I work with her. And then um, one school in Norwalk has 
Christmas and then I go into different classrooms now in my school. My school bought the curriculum as well and I go into different schools. And wow. it, you know, I used to always watch TED Talks and I, again, I don't know the woman's name, but she said, and I don't want to say this, that I faked it at all, but it's not um, like fake it till you make it. It's fake it until you become it. And I became it. And I didn't think that I could do this. Like I didn't like I didn't think I could be a yoga teacher. I was like, uh, when someone said to me be a yoga teacher, I was like, no, 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 no. When someone said to me, be a, speak at the mindfulness, I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> and and then That's I just walked the walk, like, and I did it, and and I love it, and and I just want to grow from there. What difference have you seen with the kids? Like, or how do they respond to meditation? They love it now. Um, there are definitely some that don't. Um, don't do's. Yeah. And you know what? My, I had a really beautiful, I had a teacher, um, and he was so beautiful inside and out. Um, and he said to me, don't you ever teach to the people that are not in your yoga class? Don't you ever look at numbers. You teach to those people who showed up to your yoga class because that is not right. Don't you ever do that. And I always, it always rings in my head and I never teach to the kids that aren't ready. I teach to the kids that are. And not all of them are going to be ready. And just like in yoga, not all of them are going to like me. Not all of them are going to be ready for the Dharma talk. Not all of them are going to be ready for the handstand or whatever it is. And that's okay. And just like in life, not everyone's going to be ready for me. The, the men that don't want it, whatever, whatever happens, and yeah. whatever, yeah. don't like me or whatever. Um, or women for friends. Um, and and that's life. And, and it's hard. And, and you have, and it's, it's a, like the walk, you know, and the more you are kind of just like what we said, you're grounded in who you are, not necessarily that you know every nook and cranny of who you are to limit yourself, but you are grounded in who you are, you know you have worth, and you know you have something that this world needs, and I think that's, that's what we all need to like understand. Yeah, I really like that. Don't Claim that you ever really know who you are because by doing so you're limiting yourself mm -hmm. because it's not there's no title to be given to one person there isn't think about it like yeah. I like men chocolate chip ice cream like well then you don't now you're always just gonna give that you're not gonna try the other <laughs> yeah. ones yeah right like why would you do that to yourself like why yeah why why limit yourself like I'm a yogi but you know what I like to run I like to do soul cycle I like to rock climb I like to do like, like to and, yeah I'm a mover I just do things mm -hmm. I like to dance I like, yeah so right that's that yeah why put yourself in a box mm -hmm. that is definitely more limiting I never thought about it in that way and I like that mm -hmm. little takeaway thanks um, mm -hmm. so tell people your next upcoming events where mm -hmm. they can find you where they curriculum everything okay Yay. Um, so it's Emily Tully Yoga um, on Instagram. Facebook is Emily Tully. You can find me and all of this that I'm going to say on emilytullyyoga.com. And the blog too. The blog is on there. I have a podcast called Sheroes of the Now for like powerhouse females. Um, interviews with them. And um, what else is on their class schedule where you can find me in classes. You can also buy classes online. Um, yeah. retreats, 
workshops, and I'll tell you a few of those. My next workshop is um, with Green and Tonic here in Westport, Connecticut, and we're going to be doing yoga on the green. They have they have a superfood lunch catered for us. Athleta's going to be there. Um, I'm an Athleta ambassador from the Westport store. So they're going to be there. We have shop cards being raffled off. Green and Tonic's going to have a sh um, some cards. I think it's a gift card raffled off. Um, that's May 26th. On the first week of June, the first Thursday in June, I want to say it's the 4th, um, I'm doing a mala meditation back at Inner Light Wellness. I heard about that. Um, we're going to be making mala beads. We have Bliss and Jewels, which is Haley Aubrey, who yes. is the manager there. Um, she's going to be doing mala beads, and I'm going to be leading the meditation. You can go on Inner Light Wellness to sign up or Emily Tell Yoga. And I think that is it for right now. I feel lot. like I'm missing something, but you can find it all on emilytellyoga.com. Yeah, you have a lot going on Oh, and right mindfulness. Now. And mindfulness is on my blog. Okay. Or, I mean, is on my website. Um, and you could buy one-on-one, -on -one, tutoring sessions. You can buy the curriculum I can go into your workplace if it's all if you're, it's not a school I go into adult workplaces and we do like a mindful circle um and things like that you can find that on there to request more info amazing I think that's Perfect. it yeah well definitely check that out and let tell you and Instagram and thank you for sitting with oh, me of course thanks Natalie thanks for having me yeah thank you bye guys Thanks again, Emily. It was so fun sitting down with you. And you guys have to check out the mindfulness curriculum for schools in your area or for your children. I think that's such a great thing to incorporate in the classroom and it's going to help teach the mindfulness practices at an early age. So when kids become adults, they don't struggle as much with mindfulness. They're already skilled at it. So love that. Love the conversation with Emily. Follow her on social media. And follow me as well at naturally underscore nomadic. And feel free to give me a rating in iTunes. It would really help me spread the word about this podcast or just even spreading the word to friends or family who you think might enjoy listening to inspiring people in this health and wellness industry. And send me an email at notanotherwellnesspodcast at gmail.com if you have any suggestions or feedback or you want to be on the show. Much love. See you guys next time. Bye.